Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to Not Your Average Joe, the podcast that'll make anyone a little less average. I'm your host, Joe Franco, still coming at you with a little congestion. We're feeling better, but most importantly, we're on day 10 of my writing challenge. When you hit the double digits, you know you're on the right track. So shout out to everybody who's on their own creative challenge this month. I am rooting for you because I hope you're rooting for me and we can root for each other. This piece is called The Paradox of Dreams, and uh, let's get into it. Kill the intro, sis. You know she's not your average Joe, not your average Joe. She's not your average Joe. I'm in double-digit days now. Wow. I'm going into the Joe Club vault and answering a prompt from January 2022 on this exact day. What are you dreaming about? For starters, I'm dreaming about not sleeping with toilet paper shoved up my nose. (laughs) It'll be another few days before that happens, if I'm lucky. But hey, at least I have a nose. It must be the cold meds talking. They say family and health are the same in the way that we usually only appreciate them when they're gone. I'm a big fan of giving gratitude to a random body part that's working 100% how it should be. So today, if you don't have a sore throat, and you don't have a clogged nose, take a moment of appreciation for me. Snot aside, I love questions about dreams. The word alone transports me into an idea land of unlimited possibilities. What I wish is to spend more time dreaming and executing those dreams. I'm also dreaming of the nomadic and story-filled life I've put on pause for the sake of building a solid foundation in my strategy. I don't have children and feel silly even using this comparison, but if I look at the infancy stages of Joe Club and my creative career, it's clear to see right now I'm going through the stage equivalent to when parents get four hours of sleep because of crying babies and dirty diapers. My business baby is in the most vulnerable stage and in need of my attention. It'll be like that until all the systems are built and staff is trained. And it simply is what it is. The years of parents getting little to no sleep is excruciating, but all the care is so that they have a healthy child who hopefully carries out their legacy and helps make the world a better place. It's a sacrifice for a greater good, a concept I can't help but lean into. I found that usually what we're dreaming about and eventually manifest leaves us craving the opposite end of the spectrum. For instance, when I was hopping around the globe with no real deadlines or meetings, I dreamed of structure. I yearned for some sort of stability to anchor my weeks so it wouldn't all clump together. I wanted to be needed somewhere, to feel a part of something bigger, have a team to uplift, a route to feel grounded. After realizing I was dreaming for said stability, I structured myself like a transformer, blocking big projects into my days, film school, speaker school, joke club meetings and calls, and as a result, completely overcorrected. The pendulum swung way too far on the rigid end. 
Now, while in the thick of my structured stage, I find myself dreaming of being fed paella as I swirl red wine in a fine glass with the soft sounds of a Spanish guitar serenading me to accompany a sunset. I can almost taste the spiced rice. I'm dreaming of the lightness that comes with less responsibility, the same freedom that made me dream of structure in the first place. In comes the paradox of dreams. This paradox leads me to believe that the only way to dream successfully, if there is such a thing, is to understand balance. If every action there's a reaction, every dream comes with a shadow. And the shadow should be something we're willing to accept before dreaming up the dream. Dreams are romanticized because they don't yet exist. They live in the figment of our imagination, safely tucked away from any outcomes those dreams becoming realities might trigger. For instance, if right now I'm dreaming of said sexy Spanish sunsets, the shadow would be the fact that my business slows in pace, or my staff feels I'm not plugged into what's happening and lose interest. Looking at it on the other end of the spectrum, if I dream of growing my company and making big strides, the shadow means losing a bit of my zest for life in the mix, because building often swallows free time entirely. I admit I may be taking all the fun out of dreaming altogether, my realistic side is showing. But you know I'm just keeping it real. As a moody teenager, I'd mope around the house announcing things I wanted. I want to go to this movie. I want to buy this outfit. And my stepdad used to respond, people in hell want ice water. I didn't get it until years later. A dream is like a want with better branding. And many people want things, but few are willing to do the work to make those wants a reality, or even have the conditions to do so. With all of that said, I have dreamed big, I can't lie. And most of those dreams came true. Here's my secret formula. I dream up something I really want. I ask myself my why until I get to a route I actually like. The result has to be for bigger than just me. I add a dash of realism, a pinch of grit, map out a plan and a truckload of hard work, and it eventually becomes an attainable goal. If these concepts were characters, a goal is like a dream's more reliable cousin, the stand-up person who's always there when you need them. In comes the straggler, the dream, showing up as a flake when it feels like it. Goals are much less ethereal, more palpable, tangible even. I have countless dreams lists that have come true, but of course, only when I kickstarted the action that got me closer every day. Wishes don't change the world, actions do. So what are you dreaming of? And most importantly, what are you going to do about it? BRB, time to go book a flight to Spain. And that is it for the day. This one was short and sweet. I think it's because the snot got to me. Definitely uh, feeling under the weather, guys. If you can hear my voice, it's, it's not it's not sounding too great. <coughs> oh my god! It's a good thing that um you can't get cooties from audio waves. <laughs> if you like this episode and these daily bite-sized pieces, please rate the show five stars and share it with a friend who could find anything useful in what I'm saying. What do you think about dreams? Did I just kill the fun out of dreams? I really do lean more towards habits then goals, then dreams. Maybe that's how it should be reverse engineered. Like you should have a dream, but then you have a goal based on that dream. And then you have habits that you do every day that will achieve your goal, that will then achieve your dream. Maybe that's the that's the formula. Because really, even in doing these you know, pieces every day, I'm already up to 1400 words, which is absolutely insane. So if I keep it up, I'll, I'll truly write a book and it's been enjoyable. It's been the highlight of my day. 
and the topics are really different so it's making me think about various subjects and exercising my mind as a writer like what the hell am I supposed to say some days are better than others I think since I got sick my writing isn't the best but mostly just because I'm exhausted I wrote a piece for tomorrow that I'm I'm satisfied with it's also so much less pressure because I know if it's bad it doesn't matter I have a hundred more tries and that's something my friend Lucas messaged me. He was like, you know what? What does it matter if you're bad if it's gonna be a lifetime of practice? So it becomes a game of, yes, quality, but quality plus quantity. And when you have a lot of quantity, it takes pressure off of the quality every single time until you have a gem. I don't know if I'm gonna stop this in 30 days. I am gonna get really busy coming up, so hopefully I can bulk film and have everything ready, but just know I'm constantly thinking of you. Slide up in my DMs. Let me know what you thought about this episode at Joe underscore Franco or the show's account at Not Your Average Joe Pod. And uh, send me suggestions for what you want to hear next. Have an above average day because you deserve it. And I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, yo, come listen to my girl, man. What you doing? Shit. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.